Welcome back to another episode of Ethan in Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bowne, joined here by Peter. Today, we're going to go back to 2001, Kiss of the Dragon, directed by Chris Nahan. Nahan. Nahan, action director, Koi Yuen. Going to jump right into it, because only because we have some fun categories. Before we start, special shout out to uh, Chris R., coolest brown guy I know, <laughs> and uh, Gordon R., the toughest white guy I've ever met, <laughs> to the R's. Thanks for listening, bros. I don't think they listen anymore. <laughs> first thing we're going to cover. First episode we're going to cover is the Hotel Escape. Set up. Jet Li plays Lin Jin, a.k.a. Johnny, a Chinese intelligence agent. He's sent to Paris to help with the local authorities arrest a Chinese mob boss. Because apparently you need Chinese people to arrest Chinese people. <laughs> Things go wrong and he gets betrayed. Local cops kill the mob boss and frame Johnny. Johnny must fight his way out. <laughs> That's a good description. Why is he there? What is the purpose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't really make sense. Was, well, the only thing I can think of is he was supposed to take him back to China? I, uh, I guess, but yeah. Extradition laws and all that stuff, I guess. But it, they were going to extradite it. But he was based in Paris. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, back to the film. Now, did you watch this one in theaters? I did. I was excited for this. Yeah. After watching Romeo Must Die and yeah. Cradle of the Grave. <laughs> I'm sure you read on the internet. And even back then, how this was made as a direct response yeah. to Romeo Must Die. Yeah, because like all the you know the wire food that they had to use for those movies. They, they wanted something more you know, grounded. Yeah, because yeah. back then Jet Li had a website where he actually responded, or his reps did. I, I even like commented. Geo Cities. No, 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 no. He had a legit Jet Li official website, and I even commented. Nobody ever responded to me, but uh, tons of fans were complaining about. Were you heartbroken? That. A little bit, because I kept recommending. I kept saying, "Why don't you fight Brad Allen in a movie?" <laughs> Perfect height for each other. Why don't you fight Brad Allen? Oh my god, that would have been actually amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I pitched to it. No response. Anyways. They don't know um, who that is yet. <laughs> anyways. So, yeah. It was direct fan response, a direct response to the fan complaints about the wire through yeah. Romeo Must Die. Yeah. So, in this one, he aimed to have it more grounded. Yep. Yep. And I think he pulled it off. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of Brad Allen, like, a little Jackie-esque in the, the, uh, the, the whole sequence in the laundry room. Like, he's using his environment. He's using... You know everything that's around him, so that, that it's a little bit for me. It's a little more more of a poor man's Jackie. Uh, I didn't feel the the love uh, that I think you might have for it, uh, based on what you just said earlier. But um, I really like the iron sequence. Like I think action movies should should implement irons more as weapons. Find some way to use them because I feel like there's so many innovative and imaginative ways you could use that into the choreography. I love what Jack, uh, what Jet did in this little sequence. They had a pretty Irons. nice needle drop to it, too. Oh, yeah. There were, like, three big needle oh, drops of this whole sequence. I love the needle drops. There was the <laughs> grenade, where he throws a grenade that... And then the iron to the face. And, of yeah. course, the final, where the guy pulls out the Uzis. Yeah. Whoever that guy is. that I actually <laughs> looked him up. His name is Paul Barrett. Great. 
<laughs> and I was like, hey, is that Pierce Morgan? Hey, is that Pierce Morgan? He does look like Pierce Morgan. I was like, why does every guy in the background look like Pierce Morgan? Yeah. Is that because we're Asian and we're racist to white, white people? Is that, is that Pierce Morgan? Probably. Is that Pierce Morgan? He's, he's quite charming at the beginning there. You know? His little small talk with Jet in the bar. It doesn't really make sense, his role. Because at first, he's all like, top secret. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. And then, <laughs> and then suddenly, busts out Uzi's like shooting up the damn place. <laughs> what a badass! But no, I definitely did enjoy this scene more than you did. I felt that he, yeah, I totally agree. It was a poor man's Jackie. It, it was just like a Jackie fight scene without the humor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like Jet was playing it straight, but the henchmen were fighting it goofy. Mm-hmm. They were playing goofy. Yeah, like that guy with that get on the what is it the white bird thing to the face. Yeah. Or the uh, the guy that goes into the uh, washing machine, he's ah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> scream, yeah, yeah. I, I felt more so why I'm um, it's detracting some points for me is the the way it was shot. It's the the actual. I felt it was there was too tight in the way it was shot, and I'm gonna probably oh, reiterate I'm gonna explain, this. I'm gonna explain to you why it looked like that because you you rewatched it on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so did I. And, uh, oh, did they do something with the aspect? Yeah, that's oh. what I'm getting to. Oh. So I felt the exact same way. I watched the whole thing. I was like, why does everything look so freaking tight? Like, yeah. I, I remember this movie being different. Uh-huh. Okay. It's cropped on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so, the reason, so the reason why you think that is because it's like, remember back in the VHS days where they crop it to fit your screen? Yeah. That's what they did. Disney Plus, what are you doing to me? Yeah, like, <laughs> get your shit together, Disney. I mean, JK, I want to be the MCU someday, but ah, I love you guys. Uh, Walt <laughs> Disney's the best. <laughs> Put me in Shang-Chi too. <laughs> Anyways, yes, it is cropped. Okay. So that's why it looks That's like why. That. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I remember loving it when I watched it in theaters, so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Really colored my uh, opinion mm-hmm. on it. What'd you give it overall, though? But I, I want to talk more about the style. Okay. Now, this whole, okay, partly because we're watching it backwards because we've seen so much in between, I'm getting a lot of, like, precursors to Jason Statham, obviously. Mm-hmm. This is basically a Jason Statham movie without Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. But even <laughs> a little bit of Daniel Craig's Bond. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The stoicness. Like, yeah. Just, like, he just brushes everything. <laughs> he doesn't talk much. Doesn't yeah. really care. Only cares about the mission. Yeah. There's a lot of hints of that. Yeah. Which a I little found... bit of his movement as well. Like, just the way he, like, dodges bullets. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I just see Bond, like, yeah. Get out. <laughs> There's no yeah. video of me actually doing that. <laughs> and I really appreciate the hard artness to it. Especially the guy getting blown up oh. in half. <laughs> I actually really like that laundry sequence. That laundry shoot. I yeah. thought it was pretty innovative, like him hiding up there and just kicking guys down. Yeah, actually- and all the shit talking. Yeah. Move, you bitch! <laughs> yeah. Or the guy that, that gets a grenade in the sleeve. Oh, shit! My sweater! <laughs> you look like a guy that came out of, like, Demolition Man, like one of those. Like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he looked like that. Uh, I know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. The Taco Bell guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did enjoy the scene. I, Of course, we got to talk about the cue ball kill. Cue mm-hmm. ball kill mm-hmm. yep. makes no sense. <laughs> but in the theaters back then, when uh, what were we like, 13? Yeah. 14? <laughs> yeah. They sold the whole movie on that shot, too. That was like the major trailer shot. Yeah. I remember seeing that. I also remember like in the movie theater, uh, the audience, when the needle dropped, the guy pulls out the Uzis, the audience is like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did like the move, the, the sequence, but the editing of it lessened the impact for me. 
because like right when he kicks the ball, it literally cuts when he like the, touches his feet and it cuts. Yeah. So you don't see the ball flying off his feet or anything like that. And that really lessened the impact. I, like, I wish they had lingered a little bit more because I saw the outtakes of it. He does actually kick like a, a ball or whatever, right? Um, and so just lingering on another second or two would have just made so much more of an impact. Yeah, I do find that the editing can be hectic at times of this movie. Mm-hmm. But overall, I don't think it's quite as bad as a few years later when we get the oh, horror yeah. movies. Yeah. It, it's not bad, it, but it's still, it, it, I know what you mean. It takes yeah. you out a little bit. Yeah. But overall, uh, out of 10, this scene, I did rate it a 9. Oh. I really liked it. With uh, I think it's due to the, the music. just makes everything so freaking cool. The music's so great. All, <laughs> all the needle drops. Like, you're getting, like, it's a Luke Besson movie, right? Yeah. So, you, obviously, you're going to get this strong male character who's trying to save a girl for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he's not doing that just yet. But like, <laughs> that dramatic tension, mm-hmm. that small-scale dramatic tension is just there throughout. And uh, it, I had more... What I'm trying to say, I was on the edge of my seat more watching mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. versus watching like a modern day action movie today. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I give it a seven myself. I I really do still like the actual sequence itself. There's just it. I you know I I guess I'm watching it more in a colored view from 2019. I should put myself back in 2001 yeah. where at that time that sequence was really amazing. So it's just a really cool sequence for it a is. cool movie. Like this is a damn cool movie, yeah. and I, I might. I, like, it's not technically an American movie. I know people yeah. view it as it's a French movie, yeah. but I, I kind of bunch it together with Eng- his English speaking movies, and I, I, th- I know we both love Danny the Dog, but this is like a close second mm-hmm. in terms of English speaking movies. I put it out there. All right, <laughs> the next fight. I, I, I didn't know how to title this, so I titled this. I'm going to say the tally. You're going to be like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Next fight we're going to uh, break down, review, is the dirty dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Needle drop. <laughs> dirty dog. <laughs> Lap dance by NERD. I, I love I, this needle drop. I didn't want to say gently fights black guy. <laughs> I, uh, in my notes, I just called it shrimp shop fight. <laughs> no, I, I went with dirty dog. The guy's name is Colin Prince. Okay, that's who that was. Yeah, I don't think he did much in and around this, but giant. damn, he made quite a giant, quite a presence. So, uh, man, this, that entrance, <laughs> yeah, the, the setup I have for this one. <clears throat> Johnny is injured in uh, hiding out in his uh, hideout. <laughs> Jessica, played by Bridget Fonda, who is conveniently tied to the assassination murder framing plot, is uh, just hanging out with him. Her pimp Lupo shows up and. Uh, Smacks her around. Johnny doesn't like that. <laughs> One of the things I actually read is the uh, right at the beginning of the fight scene. You know when Jet Li like hits Lupo or like pulls him in, kind of pulls him in. Yeah, yeah, like that. They th- that wasn't really scripted because they were supposed to cut there, but they I guess they kept shooting or whatever, and they didn't cut. And so his reaction to getting hit, that's a real reaction. He's like actually surprised and scared. I think the reaction was when he got pulled. Yeah, pulled. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't know which one was the quote-unquote legit one because it cuts, right? Mm. To a close-up with him on the desk. <laughs> I'm like, uh, um, yeah. sure. 
Like, how, what do you think of Lupo? Wasn't he like cool? Like, don't you want to very, just, very slimy? Don't you just want to like hang out with him? No, I don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> don't you want to wish he, he had his cell phone number when you were in like Prague or something? I don't know. Yeah, maybe in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Got <him> hooked up. <laughs> yeah, they made him so freaking slimy. So slimy. But this is one, uh, this is a scene where I would say I remembered it, or sorry, I liked it better back then. Yeah. I still like it. I. The editing, you notice it a lot more now mm-hmm. with uh, with our lens view. <laughs> and uh, let's face it, this is basically a Fist of Legend remake fight. Yeah. <laughs> I I love the square off, though. Like, just that beginning part when Big Dog <laughs> comes through. Like, just them squaring off. I, dirty dog. I love... <laughs> dirty Dog, sorry. <laughs> dirty Dog. Dirty Dog. I love, a, I love a great square off. And this is, like, up there. This is, like, just the anticipation of them just... Uh, about to like throw their first hits or whatever, like is is well done, especially that music. <laughs> yeah, he and also him and also and Richard the villain themselves, they both seem like Bond villains, mm-hmm. and he's like the main henchman of a Bond villain. And we got to talk about him like punching the thing and then <laughs> picking the picking, uh... <laughs> picking off the little crumbles off his knuckles. <laughs> they look like little crackers. <laughs> 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 they didn't really look like a you know like a. What do, you think, what do you think of the choreography? Uh, obviously, they have the Fist of Legend callbacks. Uh, Choreography-wise, pretty weak. Like, it, there wasn't really anything special about it. It's, it's more like a boxing kind of, like... Um, so, cinematically, not the greatest, but, like, in a realistic se- mm-hmm. setting, yeah, then, yes. It, mm-hmm. it hits in that. Yeah. I find that when Jet goes realistic, he mm-hmm. does that thing where... Guys throw the same moves repeatedly because mm-hmm. that is what happens in a real fight, mm-hmm. right? Like people just throw haymakers, the same one over and over. So I do appreciate it. Um, the final move that he does, which is what he does to Billy Chow in Fist of Legend, bit weak. Yeah. <laughs> I love his face after. <laughs> <laughs> so intense, <laughs> especially when Uncle comes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, funny, funny thing. Uh, you know how the the uncle, they're how they're both from China, but they never speak Chinese to each other. Mm-hmm. One's Mandarin, one's Cantonese. Yeah, yeah. Chen Li is a Mando, and the yeah. other guy is a Canto. Yeah. Um. Yeah, interesting fact. Mm-hmm. But uh, how did you rate this one out of ten? Uh, I gave this one a six out of ten. Uh, more nostalgia factor. And I love the needle drop. Like that was just one of the greatest needle drops. Mm-hmm. Nerd. Um, so that's where the points are coming from. But the actual action wise, I, I didn't like it as much. Yeah, I gave it a seven myself. Like the actual fight was a four or five, mm-hmm. but the music and the way it cuts together is just so goddamn memorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we move to the next scene, let's cover this now. Did Bridget Fonda have any chemistry with Jet Li? No, I um, I felt she was acting on an island with herself <laughs> in a way. Like he's just there to be in the scene and just it's, it's like be Sin, a blocking partner. It's like Sin City where they're not really acting with each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she's just acting around. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this: Does he have better chemistry with Aaliyah versus his lack of chemistry here? Because I feel like he has zero chemistry with Aaliyah as well. It's, uh, yeah, they're both pretty lacking. Uh. I think Aaliyah a little bit more, a little bit more, but both roles are very like um, asexual in the oh, old oh. Asian stereotype where you're, you know, they can't be like, they can't get the girl either. You can't see them kiss. Okay, <laughs> let, let me ask you another one. <laughs> His chemistry with Bridget Fatna versus Chow Yun Fat and Mira Servito. 
Hmm. <laughs> that one's tough because I don't know tough. how where I feel with that one. I feel like there's I don't like they weren't hinting anything romantically out. like but, this one they're they're a little bit like you know she's being a little flirty but with him. in the child you fat one you, there was sexual tension because they're both like really hot people yeah they're like wow. just for being hot but there's nothing between them yeah yeah they should they should have made out <laughs> i think you should have at least kissed bridget fauna on this one at the what, end yeah <laughs> what did you think of her performance i actually really liked her yeah she's fine she's yeah. like really good yeah I think um, I don't remember her in anything after this. So, uh, uh, wasn't Jackie Brown after this? Was no, Jackie Brown's before this. Jackie okay. Brown's nineteen ninety seven ish. Okay, yeah. So the um, first, uh, let's talk about Bridget Fonda. Yeah, I really liked like you know how you, this could easily be a throwaway role, right? You know, like mm-hmm. the weak character, right? Yeah. But I like how she got her moment. Yeah, where she like tricked that one cop guy. Yeah, how she like <laughs> outsmarted him, like tricked him into like. Oh, I'm gonna give you a blowjob. Oh, I'm weak yeah. and stupid. Yeah. And then she like runs away. Yeah, they give her all the acting sequences. You know, she got she gets her monologues like yeah. throughout. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it could have been a throwaway role, but she really put her all into it. So mm. I, you could feel that effort through the screen. Like she really wanted to just you know do everything she could with the role. Now, did they model her character model? <laughs> Like a video game after Mira Sorvino replacement <laughs> killers. You keep going back to that movie. Because they're so similar, <laughs> the two characters. Just the way they're dressed. In the dressing, but like Mira Sorvino is like a professional. She's gonna, I'm not talking she's about like their actual character roles. I'm just saying like their look. Their look, okay, yeah. It's the look, very, yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Even that were like Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. That's true. Yeah, kind of a little, little look like that. I just Googled Bridget Fauna to see what she's been up to. Did you know that she married Danny Elfman? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And she basically lived happily ever after and just doesn't have to work. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that that's such, such a cool romance story? Like, whoa. She just recently starred in something, though. She's no, like she, she hasn't acted in a while. She really? Okay. <laughs> All right, next scene. <laughs> I got uh, Jet Li versus the Karate Guys or Karate Cops. <laughs> Dojo. The setup for this one. Jessica is shot, and now Johnny is mad. He sidekicks his way into the police station to rescue Jessica's kidnapped daughter. Alarms go off, but, uh, but, wait. Alarms go off, and Johnny sneaks into a karate class that is still going on for some reason. Because he's the only Asian guy in the class, they all want to fight him. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> word for word. Like, why did they... <laughs> Why do they also want to fight him? Like, do, how did they know he was the intruder? <laughs> well, the alarm's going off. Some guy's coming in and he's locking the door. You know, you got you got to fight him. They're not gonna be like asking questions. Like, plus, hey. there's like no Asian. There's all white guys in the class. Of course, you got to fight him, intruder. Uh, so, obviously, they're going for like a fist of legend, fist of fury kind of vibe with this one. Right. Uh, or at least that's what I felt when, right. as soon as the scene started, you're like, and I was hyped. Going into the scene, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to do one of these kind of sequences. And then, again, it felt like a poor man's version of it uh, in the way that it was shot. And I, don't, the, I hope it's not a Disney Plus thing, but... It is the Disney Plus is thing. It? Okay. <laughs> it's cropped. Because it, okay. I, I rewatched it elsewhere. Yeah. And it's like, it's wider. I have a Blu-ray <sighs> laying around. Yeah. A DVD. <laughs> actually, DVD, actually. And yeah, so it's, this one's actually shot really well. Okay. Compared to... Comparatively to all the other scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the... When he's fighting with the sticks. Yeah. Batons. The batons. <laughs> sticks, whatever you want to call them. That 
a lot of because because Corey Yoon's the choreographer, choreographer. So he reused a lot of the moves from My Father the Hero. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that one? No, I haven't seen. It. That's a there's a great uh, scene at the end where Jet uses tanfas, and he like fights like twenty guys. It's most of those moves are rehashed here, but it's fine. <laughs> a white audience, they they don't know, <laughs> they don't know what's going on. They're not gonna watch my father here. Like come on, come on. That's what Jackie does too. He reuses his moves in the white Hollywood movies sometimes. I, I can't think of any time that he's done that. Uh, I figure. I, I don't think he has. <laughs> Next podcast. I'll, I'll I, I don't think he has. <laughs> it's more noticeable with uh, Jet because yeah. Corey Yoon does that quite yeah. a bit. Corey Yoon, who went on to basically do every Jason Statham action movie as well. Now, what did you think of this actual fight? Like um, specifically that part where he's getting attacked by like, three dudes. Yeah. I'm going to touch on a little bit later, but yeah, that's probably my whole favorite sequence because even leading into that part before. The way it was shot with the camera kind of like um, maneuvering over and, and it, was, the, the, it was like a circular motion with the camera. Yeah. So you got a look, like even on the Disney Plus version of it, you got more of a awareness of the environment and everything like that. I just like how he puts the stick behind his back. <laughs> it, it's called back to my father here. But it's just the fact that one sticks for it, one's behind his back. Okay. It's like, how does that even make sense? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, I, I do like that sequence. Um. But if you actually look at it, like where he's getting attacked at once by three dudes, mm-hmm. just look at one guy, then look at the next guy, and look at the next guy. Mm-hmm. They're they're just doing the same move over and over. <laughs> they're literally doing swinging their one arm over yeah. and over and it, over. It really all goes into the sound design in that part because just the sounds of the batons in each yeah. other. That's what makes it like really yeah. cool and really enhances yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah. You but just have if to you actually just con- if you watch it on mute, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really if you just look at one guy, he's just <laughs> lazily throwing the baton. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's how they did it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, what did you rate this one out of ten? Uh, I gave it a seven out of ten. I uh, I did like in the sequence. Um, in the Disney version that I've watched, it was, you know it was a little tighter. So <laughs> I I don't know. If, this was enhanced from watching the real version, but there's a part where like he does a spin and he apparently hits like 10 guys or whatever. Yeah. You don't see any of the hits. You just see him. You just hear the hits, but you don't actually see any of them really. Mm. Like, other than him just kind of rolling his sticks around. Yeah. So I, I just remember that scene that it kind of stuck out at me. So yeah, I gave this scene an eight. Yep. I do think it's, it's impressive what he does here uh, with the stakes and the coordination and just the fact that it, it is well shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the best shot. See, actually, no, because I like the next one, too. <laughs> we'll get there. I'll just, put, I'll just say this. It was a good scene. <laughs> good scene. All right, next up, we're going to talk about Jet Li versus the quote-unquote twins. <laughs> Born from the same mother. The setup for this one. Oh, I don't have a setup because it's basically right after the previous scene. <laughs> All right, so the, the he twins. goes upstairs. <laughs> so the twins, um, they're played by Cyro Raffaella, Raffaelli, yeah, Raffaelli, <laughs> and uh, Didier Azule, yeah, who's got a Vin Diesel face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flat out say it. I'm gonna spoil the warning. I think this scene is a masterpiece. It's a great scene. I think it's pitch perfect. <laughs> like, not. The dirty dog fight where the music hides a lot of things. This one enhances. Everything. Oh my man! That as soon as he steps in and like 
shuts the, bill, the yeah. doors and then kicks them all. That ding, 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 ding. Yeah, the music. Oh, my God. That was so and awesome. And he turns around, they disappear. It's basically like this This whole thing is like a short, silent film. Mm-hmm. And with a story, like an actual story. Mm-hmm. And it was just so enjoyable to watch. Like, I know before we go into the scene, like, I think this is the most badass Jet has looked in all of his American movies. Uh, like, the real little movie. I, he looks bigger than yeah. he normally is. Like, like he looked like he was, like, jacked. and yeah. Like, he's wearing a big sweater, like, most of the time. But he looked, like... Yeah, he, he looked yeah. legit. Yeah, he looked, like, swole. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I would even make the argument that this is his best English-language fight. English-language movie fight. Mm, okay. Because I don't think any, as much as I love Unleashed slash Night of the Dog, I don't think any of those scenes top this one, uh, that, personally. Bathroom stall? Ah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's good, but I, I think this one's perfect. This is like a master class in storytelling. Um, just, um, just the way they set it up, because, like, you know, we're wrestling fans. It's almost like he's fighting the Dudley boys or Matt, the Hardy boys. <laughs> the handicap they, match. No, like, they, they have, like, their finishing moves yeah. that they keep doing on him. Yeah, yeah. And then when they go for it, they're like, oh, no, they're going for it. Oh, no. Good God almighty. Oh, my God, he countered. <laughs> oh, he kicked out. That's what it felt like watching this. I love, uh, I, I love the big guy. <laughs> just kind of, like, the biggest guy in Paris is playing like hide and seek. Yeah, <laughs> like he just like pops out every now and then. He's so like he's actually sneaking around in cubicles. Yeah, because <laughs> he's so fucking huge. Yeah, his move is kicking through glass and yelling. Ah! <laughs> uh, so funny. And when he pops up, like Jet beats him pretty easily, <laughs> relatively easily. Yeah. And of course, we got to talk about the callbacks to Fist of Legend. Yep. Go ahead. Well, you know, he does that thing where he fakes the hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the, the actual kind of psychology and storytelling of the where in open spaces and in distance, mm-hmm. Cyril's got him beat in a way, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's really um, got the upper hand there. Yeah. And then Jet, like, lures him into, like, a, a closed and closed space. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the psychology of it, right? So I really like that storyline aspect of it. Well, that's just how it is, right? Kicker's... When they're at a distance, yeah. they're, they're, they're the deadliest. And to yeah. quote Michael Bisping, yeah. you got to crowd the kicker. <laughs> that's my British accent. That's my Bisping accent. you got to crowd the kicker. <laughs> so that's what he does, right? He brings him in like a crowded place. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he kicks that wide. <laughs> <laughs> well, for movies, you got to. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he can still do a roundhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, front clicks. But like, kicks. <laughs> so wide that he goes... Underneath the table, <laughs> he doesn't realize his leg is gonna get stuck. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird, but no, I, I appreciate it. And yeah. just the fact that, um, well, because when it comes to striking, it's all about distance, right? Yeah, so like with Jet, because he's using his short little baby arms, yeah, <laughs> he, he needs to get up the close and <laughs> baby. Arm. Yeah, I love a uh, giant twin. He, I don't know if you remember this, like. He reloads his arm. Like, you know that last little sequence? Ah, he punches. Yeah. He does the reload. He yeah. did it before Henry Cavill. He's the innovator. <laughs> yeah, one arm, though. <laughs> I know. <Kia. laughs> All right. So Henry did two arms. <laughs> also, I love, like, the little... <laughs> okay, I'm a, uh, obviously, I'm a film nerd, action movie nerd. But I, I always love it when an action scene has these little moments, tiny moments. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. Casino Royale. The parkour scene where he jumps through the car. There's this little part where he just kicks the dirt and it like kicks and it appears to the next shot. I'm like, oh, 
I was such a sucker for that. So in this scene, that really did it for me was when Jack gets punched in the face and he slides. There's that close-up shot of his hand sliding through the glass. Oh, yeah. And, and then you see up. the after effect of yeah. it, too. Yeah. 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 Then, then it and it happens off. to the big guy, yeah, too. Yeah, it pays off. Yeah. He gets back to him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. Yeah, like glasses acting like glass in, <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, watching this scene was like watching ballet or like the opera or something, mm-hmm. like a perfect theatrical play. The, like the music just fit perfectly. Like when Cyril's doing his spinning and like flipping and jumping, like <laughs> – like a real French Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and also when Cyril <laughs> gets killed and he drops it, he, oh. the music cuts out. Yeah. <laughs> Plus like that, a record going that out. That shot of um, the big guy going after him after, but like Jet's still holding his like limp, broken neck body. Yeah. Oh my God, that, that was like a painting. It's so good. <laughs> I want to put that on my wall. <laughs> it's so good. So good. We didn't even touch about like, um, like I, you know how nowadays white guys wear bracelets, like Asian bracelets to look cool? Yeah. Like Jet Li did that <laughs> back then as a weapon. <laughs> Is it acupuncture? Yeah. <laughs> and nowadays all white guys do it. Like, He's yeah. just an acupuncturist. Spiritual bro. He's not a spy. <laughs> Out of 10. Uh, this is a 10. 10. This yeah, is this... 10.5. <laughs> this is 10.5. This is awesome, man. Honestly, Cyril. Honestly, I, I, I love... <laughs> okay, I know this is a better finale to Romeo Must Die, <laughs> but I love Romeo Must Die finale just as much because they have their stupid like needle drop moments too. It's like... <laughs> ding, 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 oh, ding, yeah. Ding. <laughs> uh. All right, moving on to some categorized. Categorized. Well, actually, no. Rate our hero out of 10, Jet Li as Johnny, a.k.a. Lee Jian. What did you think of him? I I went back and forth with this one. Ultimately, I went with an 8. Okay. Only because of how we talked before, how the way he plays his character kind of bleeds into our some That's, heroes now. Yeah, but actually, in my notes right now, like yeah. you could literally take the character from like Cradle of the Grave. And put him into this movie. No, like, no, no. I no, I mean the way he plays it kind of bleeds the, the, into like other modern action stars. Today. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like Jason okay. Statham. Sorry. Yeah. Like Daniel Craig. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is ba- like I said before. This is basically an archetype for like transporter safe. They're the same movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same character. Yeah. He just plays it exactly the same, and I feel like it, it had a heavy influence to them, mm-hmm. and also the whole strong silent type thing like i know we've had strong silent types before but none of them really look like they can fuck you up like clean these with charles bronson go fuck yourself <laughs> i was joking <laughs> but like jet legit looked like he can fuck you up oh yeah in this movie especially yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you think uh i gave him a 7.5 i i did enjoy him in this movie as well but i felt like i've seen this type of performance before where i, I kind of mentioned it before but like I felt like he, you could have taken his character from like Cradle of the Grave, which is a terrible movie, but like put him in this because he plays the same kind of silent, deadly assassin who no one can really take him on. Um, in that movie, he's more invincible. So this one, there, more, more a vulnerable. a bit of an emotional arc. A little bit. Yeah, this one, a little we bit. Try to be. A little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I still like them overall, and this is probably the most badass he's looked in his American movies overall. So. Do you know that he was your age when he made this movie? Sick. You want to say your age? No. <laughs> 32? All right. <laughs> he was 38 years old when he made this movie. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Good shape. Yeah, that means you should make movies like All right. This. Write it up. I'll do it. <laughs> now, radar villain. 
<laughs> Richard Chikarikakaka. How do you say his name? Chikarikaramo. Teriyaki sauce. My bad. Fouché from Bad Boys. This is one of the greatest over the top performances. Yeah. I gave him a 10. This is like him channeling Gary Oldman without any of the subtlety of Gary Oldman. There's no subtlety in Gary Oldman, so that's how over the top he is. Sorry, out of respect, to carry Cario. Is that how you say it? To carry Cario. To carry Cario. Okay, cool. Didn't mean to disrespect you. Not that he's ever going to listen to The T is silent. Okay, okay. But it's basically Fouché from Bad Boys. And I love Fouché from Bad Boys. Like, remember that part in this movie where how he's like, he's like, oh, where did he go? He's like, his henchman's like, I think, and he shoots him. You don't think. My why I brought up Gary Oldman is just his little like um when Bridget Fonda goes back to the uh, office or whatever not not when she f- fools him but just the initial sequence and he's like oh like the way he's, he's like mocking her and everything mm-hmm. it just it felt so Gary Oldman <laughs> and then he starts just yelling his lines for no reason oh yeah <laughs> yeah good stuff though man he's got like the perfect villain face though hey, he's well. a odd villain essentially <laughs> he's the perfect villain he's like. Eviler Sean Bean. Oh, yeah. If that's possible. <laughs> He's like, eviler. <laughs> He's like, European. Well, Sean Bean's European. More European But sometimes Sean you Bean. actually like Sean Bean. I, I yeah, couldn't now. like this <laughs> Yeah, now. He's played a good guy before, though. I feel like he's played something in... Was he in Sunshine or something with... Um, Are you talking Danny about, like, before Boyle? Lord of the Rings? Because Lord of the Rings... No, no, I'm like... sorry. I'm talking about Chikari Carl. Like, oh, he, Chikari He's Ka- actually yeah, played, like a, like, a natural good guy before, I think. <laughs> But he's got a perfect villain face. <laughs> All right. So before we move on to the categories, I want to talk about this a little bit. Only because I found it actually really interesting. So back in the day, we all know there was like a friendly rivalry rivalry between him and Jackie. Jet and Jackie. Now, this is interesting. Like, yeah, Jackie kind of broke out earlier with Rumble of the Bronx. But like his actual, actual breakout was Rush Hour. And Jet Li's breakout was Lethal Weapon 4. Mm-hmm. Both in 98. And get this. Exactly 10 years later, in 2008, the two fight in Forbidden Canyon. Mm. 10 years later. 10 years later. <laughs> to the day. <laughs> to, and no. Now, let's talk about that. Correct me if I'm wrong. If, uh, wouldn't you say, would you say, comparatively to today, Jack would be like the MCU and Jet Li's like DC? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because, you know, Jet's more serious and, and you know, yeah, like you... Yeah, you get more enjoyment out of Jackie. So. <laughs> well, tell you what, I, I actually wrote down every single movie those these two have made from between 98 all the way leading up to 2008. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Bear with me here. What's Jack- the best, though? <laughs> well, I'll let you decide. <laughs> okay, we'll start with Jet. Lethal Weapon 4, Romeo Must Die, The One, Kiss of the Dragon, Hero, Cradle to the Grave, Unleashed, Fearless, The Warlords, War, and what? What did I write here? Heroes got to be in there. Are you, are you only talking about Hollywood stuff? No, I'm t- everything. Okay, I did say hero. Oh, did you? Okay, <laughs> sorry. I didn't and then one more that I can't read, and then <laughs> Forbidden <laughs> Kingdom. I don't. I don't know what I wrote here. <laughs> can't Expendables <laughs> three something. Anyways, Expendables three. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not even in. No, though. it's like T eight. I don't know what I wrote. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jackie Jackie has quite Not a lot more Like two or three more So Jackie's run Rush Hour Gorgeous Shanghai Noon 
Accidental Spy, Rush Hour 2, The Tuxedo, Shanghai Nights, The Medallion, Around the World in 80 Days, New Police Story, The Myth, Raw B. Hood, Rush Hour 3, and then Forbidden Kingdom. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> He's got more, but... He's got... I feel like... Jet, Jet has, has the better filmography during that period. Jet has more quality yeah. in those. Yeah. Because if I look at Jackie's, the only ones that I would be like, well, that's sick, would be like Rush Hour 2, Shanghai Nights. Love Shanghai Nights. Underrated movie. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Maybe New Police Story if I'm drunk. Uh, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous for the fight scene. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be the peak meridian of the Jackie side of it yeah whereas jet like these are all bangers those are bangers yeah all of them except for i saw all those in or most actually pretty much all of them i've seen in the theaters. warlords I, that's a chinese movie. i, I saw the that. one i love twice. the one i love the ones. remember war remember we watched war together it was so yeah. bad yeah it's terrible <laughs> terrible movie all right i i would say okay we both agree jet kind of wins that one yeah wins that part Wins that one. All right, <laughs> on to the categories. So we're going to start off with the classic ones and then uh, got some fun Can ones. I ask, though? So let's say you pick one film from Jackie, one film from Jet. During that era? No, just no, during like their overall career. Okay. What would be their peak meridians, I guess? Uh, I would say Fist of Legend and Police Story. Okay. So I if got... I had to choose, gun to my head. Yeah. But like those two. Fist of Legend... Drunken Master 2. Nice. Okay, uh, top three badass moments. <sighs> Want me to start? Yeah. Um, number three, I put black guy picking off wood stuff off his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> wood stuff. Dirty dog. Dirty dog. Dirty dog. I have um, giant twin reloading his arm before... Superman ever did. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, number two. I have gently killing gently killing Cyril. Okay. How he runs beneath him, catch and breaks yeah. his neck. Yeah. He learned. He Apparently adapted. Cyril could do that actual kick in real life. Nice. And uh, they, in the film, like in what you saw in the movie, like yeah. he, they did use wires, but yeah. They had to do it because it slowed it down because mm-hmm. it was just too fast. Well, he could do the kick, but he, yeah. he couldn't land after. Yeah. But still, <laughs> it's you know, amazing. You know who else can do the kick? Scott Atkins. Anyways, uh, what's your number two? <laughs> number two, it was the three versus one karate sequence with the baton. Blah, 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 nice. Blocking. <laughs> More for the sound design. For the thing. All right. For number one, I got the cue ball kill. Okay. It's so iconic. Iconic. I, yeah, it was too iconic that I didn't actually even put it on my list. So I put the so iconic ki- uh, when he's going through, uh, go- about to enter the police station. That guard in that you know that parking spot, he just kicks through the door, hey, knocks that guy out, sidekicks him. Yeah, that was awesome. That's number one for me. That sets all the, the alarms and the karate guys just hang out. <laughs> all right, uh, next one, best action scene. I we had this like when we first started. I'm bringing it back. Best action scene. <laughs> Well, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> it's the only it, one rated a ten. <laughs> is it the one that you're gonna revisit whenever you can? Oh, okay. Cool. I feel like you would visit the karate one. Yes, if I could watch it in the original version and not yeah. the Disney one. Yeah, yeah. Because before we had best action scene and one I rewatched. Now I kind of put them together. 
as like you will rewatch and you think is the best. Nah, I still go with the finale. Yeah, same. <laughs> finale, the twins. There's just so much you can learn from that. All right, uh, next category. Is this movie better with Scott Atkins or Scott Eastwood? Duh, Scott Atkins. <laughs> You're gonna put Scott Eastwood in everything. <laughs> I mean, Scott Eastwood can play the Chinese agent that gets shot on the boat. Can Scott Atkins be the second twin? <laughs> oh my God, those two. Why isn't Cyril in more stuff? No, I, I'd I rather have, see him in more stuff. I'd rather have Scott Eastwood play like a Chinese guy. <laughs> Give me the Asian that gets shot on the boat. <laughs> uh, I'll get you. There's a boat, but you have to. Uh! 2001, you're still allowed to do Asian face? Yeah. Make him yellow face. Let's do it. <laughs> wow. These these guys would have been way too young anyways. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as a what joke. Was he like 12 at the time? Scott Eastwood? He's like younger than me. Like two years younger than me. So how old are you? <laughs> so he's 33 now. Or 34. Yeah. Would have been like 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Plus, I nailed it. Put Scott Eastwood in there. Sick. Um, but no, this, uh, I would I would go, obviously go with Scott Atkins. I would either, okay, I have two roles for him. He can either be the main karate guy that goes, fight. Oh. <laughs> Just that small yeah, cameo. He doesn't even fight. <laughs> but he goes, fight. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Or have him a third twin be a triplet. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save fight. it for the sequel That'd be sick It's like three of them <laughs> They all like Finishing movies It'd be sick <laughs> Next category Our version of Apex Mountain Peak Meridians Peak Meridians <laughs> Don't even mention Apex Mountain <laughs> No one knows what that is <laughs> Well they, this is their best work Ever That Yeah Ours makes more they sense die. Before they die Or Whatever uh, I went with the director, obviously, Chris Chris Nahon. He did nothing after. <laughs> no. <laughs> music no, he's videos. Still directed. He's still directed. I feel um, like he probably would be good at music videos because those, <laughs> those Neo drops nailed it. He still directed quite a bit. They're just like lesser known okay. movies. He, he um, I, according to Wikipedia, he just directed like a whole TV show, 70 episodes. Yeah. So he's still working. So good for him. Peak so, Meridian for uh, Shrimp Chips. Damn, I've never seen those displayed <laughs> this well. Mm, I don't know. Joy gonna, Luck Club? I don't know what else. No, when, when it comes to for peak meridians for shrimp chips, I'm going to go with Simi Lu saying I was eating shrimp chips when I got the phone call for Chung Chi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like He says that yeah. all the time. He's like, I was eating shrimp, shrimp chips. <laughs> what are those? What are those? Oh. <laughs> says white people. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, um, peak meridians for English language gently fights. English language speaking gently fights. Okay, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, because the only other one I can think of is from Danny the Dog. And uh, yeah, it, it, I don't think it was as good as this one. Just overall, I don't think it was. Yeah. Um, we didn't cover this scene, but peak meridians for cops turning into ninjas. <laughs> Like the boat fight? Or <laughs> one of that? The SWAT team? Yeah, the SWAT, SWAT team. The SWAT team, they dropped out like ninjas. <laughs> like the members of the League of Shadows. And all of a sudden, they're attacking with knives. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I didn't notice that, like, as a kid. But watching it the other day, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, and I got one more. Peak, peak Marines for acupuncture. Oh yeah, by far. Like, what else are you gonna compare it to? Um, obviously, that last death, the kiss of kiss the, dragon. the dragon, Iron Monkey. Oh man, there's an acupuncture in Iron Monkey. Not as good as this. <laughs> um, kiss of the dragon, the actual move. 
Uh, there is there actually is a jujitsu move called Kiss of the Dragon. It's more so from a guard where you take the guy's back, it, and um, they call it that because it, you take his back. It's called the Kiss of the Dragon. YouTube it. It doesn't make blood rush to the head and stay there. Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right, next category: uh, best oversell for an action move, like overacting for an action move. <laughs> I already got one of mine, but I'll let you go. I can't think of one really good. Okay, okay. I already got one of mine. It's uh, the guy that gets the grenade. Oh, shit. My sweater. <laughs> oh, reaction. Okay. Oh, shit. My sweater. Oh. Okay, I, I guess maybe in the um, the karate sequence where, like, a guy gets hit in the shin with the baton and just stays down for the rest of the fight. <laughs> or there's the, or the guy, the whole laundromat, laundry sequence in the hotel room. Like, there's three, like, overactors in that. <laughs> the guy that gets the white bird to the face, how he's like, <laughs> Like, then the guy that gets oh, the, laundry boy yeah yeah and then laundry the, machine the guy. guy that gets like um a door slammed on his head and the glass breaks over and he just like sh- frankly shakes <laughs> or the guy that yeah that actually has the gun he sees Jet Li and Jet Li pops out and he's still surprised he's like oh <laughs> like why are you surprised you knew he was there there's a lot there's a lot but I'm going with the uh, grenade guy <laughs> oh shit demolition guy. man just because the way he says oh I'm shit gonna call him that like, he, like I, I'm assuming he's a French guy, but he overdoes. <laughs> oh shit! He overdoes his Frenchness. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Final category, and probably my favorite, and I'm gonna apply this to many episodes going forward. So, the hero played by Jet Li in real life, can he beat up Steven Seagal? <laughs> so he's his character in real no, life. No, 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 no. Like Jet Li, can Jet Li oh, beat Jet up Li. Steve, Can Jet Li beat up Steven Seagal? Yes. Explain. Even though there's a size difference. Explain yourself. I feel like his How? speed, he can uh, stay away from Seagal's like little Aikido locks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's got the speed. He's got, you know, he's got a lot of training in him. So Does um, he? No, you know, you know, wushu. Yeah, wushu. <laughs> wushu. <laughs> but like combat? <laughs> you think a crescent kick is going to stop Steven Seagal? I think a lot of things could stop Steven Seagal. You know that Steven Seagal broke Sean Connery's wrist? You let him. Like, legit? <laughs> well, he probably wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I'm going to say Steven Seagal wins due to size, and then he can just literally grab him and just sit on him. Are they, like, in their peak yeah. like yeah. shape yeah. and everything? Yeah, peak shape. Nah, I still got Jet Li. <laughs> but how, though? <laughs> no, he's just going to, like... Fucking knee him in the ball. He's not gonna knock out Steven Seagal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, he's, he's got to go dirty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happening. Whereas Seagal, even though he's you know not exactly the best fighter or skilled or trained, when a guy's that big, <laughs> any shot lands. I feel know? like Seagal would piss off Jet Li so much before that Jet Li would just do anything to win that fight. So he go I really I just dirty. Don't see it. As much as I like Jet Li, he's an angel. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it. There is a big, big size difference, though. I don't see it. You know that Seagal's 6'4", right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just don't see it. I just don't see it. But yeah, it's a fun new I category. I to bite his dick off or something. It's, it's a fun new category that I'm going to apply to like every movie review. Is like, can the actual actor beat up Steven Seagal? <laughs> All right. All right. Can't wait until we get St- Scott Eastwood versus Seagal. <laughs> Well, that does for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Check out our YouTube page, Ethan in Action. It has reaction videos, fight scenes, good stuff like that. Uh, and we will be back.